Warning, the Motion Picture Association of America requires that we inform you that this episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies contains massive spoilers that could ruin a first-time screening of the film covered in this episode. So, if you don't want to know that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's that Goose in Top Gun, that is really Kaiser Sose at the end of The Usual Suspects, or that Bruce Willis was a the whole time in The Sixth Sense, then proceed with caution. Powered by Transistor FM. Grab your popcorn, silence your phones, and tell your friends to shut up. Do not adjust your projector settings because what you're about to hear is real. The Derek Duvall Show presents Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. Prepare yourself for insight and honest reviews from a married couple with varying movie tastes. Hot takes, hotter insights, and news you can use. Now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Production Bunker, it's Mindy and Derek Duvall! Hello, everybody. Hello, Duvall Nation. Hey, Hello. how's it going? Hi. Hey. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. We have been gone for four months, but we are back and we are ready to provide you with excellent content as only Mindy and I can deliver. Is that right, Mindy? That is correct, Derek. Welcome back. It's good to see you. I'm sure our fans are really happy to see you as well. Well, thank you. Yes, we took a brief hiatus just because we were busy with life and holidays and such, but we are back and excited for Oscar season. Mm -hmm, so we mm -hmm. will be looking forward to reviewing many of the Oscar nominees for this year. And we thought we'd start out with a good classic movie that we watch every year just to get us back in the saddle. Mm -hmm. Yes, nothing says, hey, we're going to be doing Oscar movies than this movie. Mindy, what movie are we going to be talking about? Today, we are going to be talking about the fantastic 1993 classic Groundhog Day. That is right. The absolutely phenomenal Harold Ramis directed Bill Murray starring Groundhog Day, which is also very timely because the last episode that we released was the one of the stars of the film, Stephen Tobolowsky. Yes, Ned. Ned Ryerson. Ned Ryerson. Ned Ryerson. So um, yeah, let's let's go ahead and dive on into it. Uh, the basic. I mean, this is a movie that everybody knows, but I'll just tell you anyway. A narcissistic weatherman traveling to Punxsutawney in Pennsylvania for the annual Groundhog Day ceremonies, and I don't know if there's a reason he got stuck in a time loop, but he is forced to repeat. February the 2nd until he finally, I guess, in the judgment of universe, gets it right. So that's basically. And so it's a great film. It's a lot of fun, you know, and reading about it, basically, you know, obviously what I spoke with Stephen Tobolowsky about, but also knowing what I know about the background of how hard it was to get this film made. The fact that it's out there and did as well as it does, and it's so timeless and so relevant every, every year you just want to watch it, speaks volumes for the quality of that film. That's true. We do watch this pretty much every single Groundhog Day. So we watch it quite often, once a year at least. <laughs> All right. So obviously we haven't done this in a while, so I, get, I can't believe I get to actually say the phrase, let's go to Mindy's Notebook. Woohoo! 
So, of course, there's so many great little one-liners from this movie, but and I normally wouldn't have probably taken notes because we've seen this movie a thousand times, but I did want to just jot down a few thoughts. So a couple of the, you know, awesome one-liners, like, so every morning when he wakes up on Groundhog Day, they're playing the same Sonny and Cher song. And then these little local radio station announcers come on and they're doing a little bit and they say, don't forget your booties because it's cold outside. It's so cold every that. day. It's cold every day. <laughs> so we say that a lot if it's cold, you know, don't forget your booties. And then bing, like we talked about, Ned Ryerson, bing, you know, he just, he's such a great little character that he bumps into this guy he went to high school with and he sells insurance and he, of course, gets to see him over and over and over and over again. And just nice to see how their, his relationship with people in general changes the more he has to see them every day. (laughs) And then, um, let's see. Oh, yeah. So then they get caught in this blizzard. So that's why they have to turn around and stay in Punxsutawney for an extra day. And he's on the phone trying to get through. And he's like, well, don't you have a a line for why are all the long distance lines down? Don't you have a line for emergencies or like celebrities? Because I'm both. I'm a celebrity in an emergency. So I always like that part. And then what's funny, so I've been watching a lot. I've been rewatching the whole series of Shit's Creek again because I love that series. And the mayor who plays Roland Shit, S-C-H-I-T-T, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he plays Larry, the uh, cameraman in this film. So I, I thought that was funny. I was like, oh, that's all I can think of now when I see his face. <laughs> and then uh, we say this too all the time. What if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't today. um and then we talked about this too we've talked about this before when we watched the film but we did the other night when we watched it the bartender we think is kind of in on this time loop or something because he has they show the same scene where he's buying andy mcdowell's character a drink at the bar and he orders himself something off the wall and she orders you know a sweet vermouth on the rocks with a twist and so the next time, and then they cheers to something and he picks the wrong thing. So then next they shoot to him ordering, you know, the same drink as she does, still toasting to the wrong thing. And then another round ordering the same drink as she does and then toasting what she would toast to. It's like trying to make this connection. And you see the bartender just kind of like give him the side eye. Like he's like, mm-hmm, I see you. <laughs> uh, let's see. And then so and then I also wrote down. Um, there's several stages that Bill Burry's character goes through in this film. First couple of days, it's just confusion. Like he wakes up the first time and he's like, huh, I guess I'm having a really weird sense of deja vu. And he has the same conversations with the guy in the hotel and the lady that owns the bed and breakfast. And he's just like, okay, this is really weird. And so he does that confusion stage for, you know, for a little while and then he moves into well he asks those two guys at the diner who he goes and gets drunk with later at the bowling alley you know what would you guys do if if time had no meaning and you were just gonna wake up tomorrow and nothing mattered? and he's like whatever we want he's like oh okay so he kind of moves into the stage of like using his powers for evil (laughs) so he you know runs into mailboxes and he gets locked up in jail and you know and he's like nobody's looking for me this morning no policeman you know state official anything so then he moves into kind of that stage of 
using his powers for evil. Then I thought he moved into like angry slash depressed. Like he was just mad. He didn't care. He was just, you know, doing whatever he wanted. He was eating that whole entire plate of breakfast food, smoking, drinking, didn't matter. And he was mad and depressed. And then he like, tries several times to kill himself unsuccessfully because he still wakes up every day. Mm. And then he kind of moves on to more of like an acceptance and like using his powers for good. So he has, you know, he tells Andy McDowell's character, well, I've got to go run some errands. And she's like, wait, what kind of errands? And he like saves this kid who's falling out of a tree, he catches this kid. He changes the spare tire on these little old ladies car. He saves the mayor from choking to death by giving him the Heimlich. So he just, he, goes into moving it into like using it for good and then he moves beyond that i think even and goes into like improving himself so he starts yeah. taking piano lessons i think also the fact is you know he starts to have come a little bit of self-realization that he can't save everyone especially the old man yeah the homeless old that's man. always a little sad story line so he realizes that this homeless man that keeps asking him for money every day has to it's just his time to die like february 2nd is just when he was supposed to die and so he tries and tries and tries to save him so then i think he does move on to like okay well what are some things that i can affect so mm -hmm. anyway i just we love this movie we watch it every year and i just it's great so yeah i 100 agree <laughs> we do love the notebook so i mean obviously this you know it's a it's a great film it's a feel-good film uh, based on, I, like, I've read some things here. I didn't realize, you know, that Harold Ramis did not want Bill Murray for this movie. He wanted uh, either Tom Hanks, he wanted Michael Keaton, or Chevy Chase. And I'm trying to, in my mind, think of these people in those roles. Can't do it. And Tom Hanks apparently said he rejected because he was worried about being typecast. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But um yeah, cast in what way? It's you know portraying nice people and what have you, which I guess but he Tom embraced. Hanks is nice. <laughs> yeah, I guess he embraced that as he got older. I guess, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I can't imagine. She I I'm not a Chevy Chase fan outside of the, the Vacation films, so I really can't imagine him in this movie. But um, Michael Keaton was an inspired choice. I don't. Yeah, he's got that like real sarcastic, dry air around him so i thought it'd be interesting but i read that apparently he passed it but he later re uh, confessed regret on passing on that role so that would be interesting but yeah bill murray i mean for better or worse bill murray he 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 can be a a pain in the ass to work with but he makes great movies and he's a great he's a great actor no question about it yeah. all right with that being said let's go ahead now and move into the final phase of the Derek and mindy's family movies and that is the scores so, Mindy, it's been a while. You get to be the one to tell us what each rating is. You ready? It, is that because you can't remember them? <laughs> we'll go with that. All right. <laughs> so the first star, one star. One star is bloody awful. Two stars. Bloody uninspired. Three. Bloody average. Four. Bloody brilliant. Five stars. Bloody marvelous. Bloody marvelous. So I'm going to go ahead and just go first. Uh, I think this film is an absolute masterpiece. Uh, it's one of those very rare films that it 100% gets it right all the time. If you were to go back in and try to edit something out, the movie makes no sense. So I'm 100% for uh, 
the solidarity of this film in terms of being, you know, from the time you push play to the, to the time you're finished, you're going to be a hundred percent entertained in this film. So for that, I give it four stars. Bloody brilliant. Awesome. Well, I am going to give this a higher score than you probably think. I'm going to give it five stars. I cannot find a flaw with this movie. It's funny. It, you know, it makes you laugh. It makes you think. It makes you think about, you know, what are you doing with your life? And do you, you know, should we be using our powers for good and trying to improve ourselves? And, and then, you know, of course, in the end, he ends up, you know, falling in love and living happily ever after. And so I, I just, it's a good feel good movie and it makes you laugh and think. And so I give this five stars. Bloody marvelous. Bloody marvelous. All right. All right. Well, that being said, we want to thank everyone for tuning in for another fantastic episode of Derek and Mindy's. Fun with movies. And we will be back uh, very, very soon with uh, more content. We apologize again for taking such a long hiatus, but I know you guys have been dying. Based on what I've read on Twitter, you guys have been so happy that we're going to be back. So, okay, Mindy. Until next time. We'll, we'll see, see you at, at the movies, movies planet, planet Earth. Earth. This has been a recording of the Derek Duval Show, and we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com, to explore past episodes and find links to purchase merchandise. Please subscribe to our social media channels on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Derek Duval Show.